I, I got in a big argument once with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Pause here. That number three is come. Number one is piss. Number two is poop. And number three is come. And he said, no, number three is one plus two. That's like taking a poop and a pee. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, it's not. Nobody cares about a poop and a pee. <laughs> like it's, you expect to take a shit and piss at the same time. Like, I don't think I've ever only shit. Maybe yeah, like, I don't think. Maybe 10 out of a thousand times I might only poop. Mm-hmm. Every other time you're doing both. That's not number three. Number three is jism. Number See, I, three is nut. I never even thought of a number three. Really? But if I if I would, I would assume it was one plus two. But you're right. I've never taken a shit without peeing. So what's a number four? Could be four pisses. <laughs> Could be a poop and two pisses. True, yeah. So it's two not poops. about math. <laughs> two poops. Could be two poops. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 304 of your favorite comedy podcast, where every week, Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we tell each other hilarious and relatable stories. Eddie. Yes, sir. What's up? Not too much. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good to hear. I'm a little tired. Yeah. I won't lie. My wife was out of town for five days. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, that's a long time. Oh, yeah. That's a long time. So it's funny because compare it to, you know, someone whose husband goes to Iraq for yeah. months or prison, mm-hmm. you know, uh, things could be much worse. But when you're a dad and you have three kids and your wife leaves for five days, it's a big adjustment. Yeah. But I feel like in, in your case, you could be more... I guess annoyed with your wife for leaving for five days because yes. she did something fun. Like if your husband's going to war, right. or your you know, or prison, or your wife, or whatever, yeah. you'd be like, okay, I understand you have to be away. Right. But if it's like, no, I'm just gonna go hang out with my girls. This is a girls' trip. Yeah, she went to Tennessee to binge drink, mm-hmm. and I told her I was like, look, if you go out there, you can fuck. <laughs> it's like you can have sex with dudes, no blowjobs. <laughs> Uh, I see she was going to see Ed Sheeran mm-hmm. and I said, you could totally have a pass for Ed Sheeran. Yeah. And she said, no, thanks. <laughs> well, she's also, she's doing like the thing where she follows him on tour to every city, right? That's like, true. She is a sheerhead. Yeah. <laughs> what are his, is that what they're called? I don't know. There's can't be people that do that. Like I get people that follow fish Yeah. because they probably change the set list and it's like a culture. Mm-hmm. But if you're following a big act like that, Nobody, nobody's tailgating at the Ed Sheeran concert. <laughs> it's not really like a scene where you're making crafts yeah. and enjoying the company. I would totally go to an Ed Sheeran concert. Sure. I enjoy his music, but I think it would be amazing if we were like the only people tailgating before the thing. It's like a bunch of teenage girls walking by right. and we're just like shotgunning beers. You and I are just screaming like, whoa, <laughs> shotguns for Sheeran. Couple sheerheads here, baby. Yeah, we're just screaming and just so drunk, like at a football game. Yeah, exactly. And we paint our face, cooking brats, <laughs> cooking. Brats. We got the tiny little grill, and you and I, and we have like big, colorful wigs on. Yeah. Oh my god. Maybe our shirts are off because uh, I think yeah. it was actually at a, a football stadium, maybe even. Oh, okay. Because it's a big deal. It's Ed Sheeran. You yeah. Know, he draws a big crowd. I wouldn't go see Ed Sheeran. I'm not a fan. No, not at all. Not a fan of his music at all. Dude, he's so talented, man. Doesn't matter. (laughs) 
You know, Einstein's talented too. What do you want from me? I just, I know, you know me, I like singer songwriters normally. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I'm just not feeling them. Uh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like his music's too corny and the musicality of it just doesn't grab me. Gotcha. But whatever. I get Certain it. Certain songs I enjoy more than, mm-hmm. you know, others. Right. Um, I, I do like that he's goofy looking. Yeah. And he's created a zillion dollar house around himself for being he gives he gives i think promise to musicians who are goofs yeah so good for him for that i also like that he is a heavy drinker oh is he like he went oh, great. on, uh, I love on that like too. the breakfast club radio show mm-hmm. with charlamagne the god and oh sure dj envy um angela yee mm-hmm. but uh like it was in the morning and he just starts pounding shots of, i think it was vodka oh wow and he was like he gets pretty drunk during during it is that kind of uh, sad too though <laughs> no i mean i think he's just you know like from the culture of drinking he's just right. like this is how you make friends you get drunk and have fun yeah I guess you're right. Yeah. But he's also probably one of these guys, too, who has no one in his life where he always has to wonder, do they really like me for me? Yeah. Do they really want me for my money? Yeah. I mean, there's no way that you could... That's probably why a lot of these people are friends with people in like high school mm-hmm. or people that knew them before they were famous, because how could you possibly meet anyone? Yeah. And they wouldn't have at least a little bit of a vested interest. I mean, even I have friends who are like super rich and you can't help but be like... This is a great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love going out with Steve. <laughs> yeah, because you know Steve is dude. That guy's got millions of dollars. You know he's picking up dinner. Oh yeah, and he he likes Steve likes doing that. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, I would love to be friends with Ed Sheeran. Yeah, and I'll pound vodka with him at nine a.m. <laughs> on the Breakfast Club all day long. Oh yeah. Uh, the other thing about Ed Sheeran is I heard this great story about how he Jamie Fox. Have you heard about this? Yeah. Where he likes lived at Jamie Foxx's house, and Jamie Foxx is a part of the big reason why he is who he is. Mm-hmm. And that made me wonder too, like he's a business, but there's no stock in Ed Sheeran. Like, is Jamie Foxx getting dividends? You know, like once a month, is he sending him like an alimony That's check? True. Yeah, I wonder how that works. Because if he was a company and he invested in him, you know, he would get shares yeah. of this startup, aka Ed Sheeran. Well, well, a buddy of mine that I used to work with in Vegas, his dad, like 10, 12 years ago, maybe, mm-hmm. um, his dad owned a, I think a trucking company in Pittsburgh or something. Oh, I think you talking about Taylor Swift? Or yeah. And yes. somebody approached him and was like, hey, would you like to invest like, I don't know, like $150,000 mm-hmm. in this new up and coming artist? And at the time she was still doing like county fairs and shit like right. that. And he was like, like, yeah, sure, I guess so. Mm-hmm. And um, and then like after a year, he made like five hundred grand or something like off and of sold his one hundred and fifty. Yeah, and he was like, I think I'm good and sold out. Sure. And then, like the very next year, she's <sighs> gigantic, like everywhere. Uh, but you know what? She saw so much money too. I bet you she had her lawyers. Like she's probably her own woman now. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like that, your friend's dad probably wouldn't be <laughs> yeah. just crushing checks. Yeah, nonstop. So anyway, she did go. Mm-hmm. And honestly, everything was fine. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of houses where the dad is a bumbling idiot mm. who doesn't know how to cook, who doesn't know where the sugar's at, who just runs around the house like an infant. Yeah. Like I have a lot of friends who are part of their family and they are honestly like another kid. Oh, yeah. Where I feel like the wife is constantly wiping their ass. And listen, my wife is the boss, <laughs> period. And she makes all the major decisions and I love her for that Mm -hmm. because I don't care. Yeah. And, but when it comes to just like being a human, like I talk about this in the show all the time, there is no glory in knowing how to cook Mm -hmm. or do a load of laundry 
or change a diaper or brush your daughter's hair. Yeah. Like, hello, this is just living <laughs> for Christ's sake. Yeah. Like if you were single, right. You'd be, you'd be doing your, I hope you'd be doing your own fucking laundry unless you're some kind of maniac, like <laughs> narcissist. I just burn all but, my clothes. Yeah. Like, just what the fuck are you doing? Um, but yeah, you'd be hopefully cooking for yourself and like, right. you'd just, just learn how to live right. and you'd be okay living with another person. It's, it's very difficult. Yeah. Apparently for these people. So you're right. I, and I was gone. She was gone. And, but I did lay it on a little thick to her. Of course we missed her. Yeah. Missed her like crazy. And when I go out of town, though, mm-hmm. I swear it's Murphy's Law, too, where, like, there's a fire in the house, the dog sprayed <laughs> diarrhea in my daughter's mouth, or something like <laughs> a vase fell on a kid's head and he's in the emergency room. Something always happens when I'm out of town. She goes out of town, everything's hunky-dory, but I played it up a little bit. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I tried to make her feel like it was a little more chaotic than it really was, because mm-hmm. I wanted her to feel like, you know... <laughs> She was needed around yeah. here, and Babe, she was. your parents came over and on Sunday, and I had to cook breakfast for oh, everybody. Right. It was so crazy. Nicole's such a goof. She didn't realize that your parent, our in laws, were coming in town. Yeah, she wasn't even here. She was her parents. Her dad's birthday. Her dad's birthday <laughs> happened, and she was in Tennessee. Yeah, at Ed Sheeran. And then the next morning, I had everyone come over here, and I made breakfast, and. I guess I should win an award. <laughs> you know, she should have came home. What I should have done is I should have waited for her to get off the plane. And the second she got off, she could have just given me a blowjob at the airport. Yeah. Because, you know, apparently I'm just the father of the year. No, you should have uh, handed off the kids at the airport and then just left and went somewhere. Like, <laughs> went to Mexico. Your turn, bitch. <laughs> uh, I know. Well, that's always what she says, too. Like, when I'm away for like a week and I come home, she's always like, all right. <laughs> Listen, motherfucker, it's your turn. And uh, I just, everything was fine. And I missed her very, very much. A a friend of mine, and I'm really sorry to give you grief. I won't say your name, but you know who you are. (laughs) On Instagram, I shouldn't say this. I feel bad. Um, He apparently like watched his kids. He has three kids like you and me. Mm -hmm. And he watched his kids for like three hours. Mm -hmm. So his wife could go to a party or something. And he felt like so bad about, or no, and then he, he watched his kids. Okay. Making him realize really how hard it is to be a mom. So he gave his wife flowers. And then she posted on Instagram like, hey, you know, my husband, he watched the kids and he gave me these flowers for watching the kids for three hours. And it took <laughs> every ounce of my being to not comment on it. Like, what a hero. Or <laughs> three hours. Are you giving, kidding me? Um, and, but I, I didn't want to make her feel silly. Yeah. So instead, I'm talking about it on a podcast <laughs> that he listens to, and he's gonna think I'm a dick. That's all. Good. But I mean, he knows I'm doing it for the lols. Yeah. Uh, and and listen, uh, he's got a young kid too. Mm-hmm. All his kids are young as hell. My kids are old. Yeah. Like they, they can play Fortnite for a week, and I wouldn't even have to see their asses <laughs> and make everything easy. But I will say this: I was never worried about her, but I am constantly worried because all she was doing was drinking. Yeah. And it's so funny because right now in America, there's this whole like men are so terrified of being accused of falsely accused of being raped mm-hmm. uh, or, or of raping somebody dude when i'm running around my wife isn't like you better not go out drinking because some woman might accuse you of <laughs> raping her but every night i'm terrified that some guy you know like she couldn't over drink mm-hmm. like if you and i go on a man's trip it's all all holds barred oh yeah anything goes like you and i could get sh- fucking shit face drunk mm-hmm. 
and no one's gonna take advantage of us yeah or you know finger bang us in a bathroom or worse yeah but these or any in any type of malicious way like a friend might think it's hilarious if, right you know stuck something up our ass oh, of course but. right <laughs> or just like a friendly bj or just something you know silly uh but no but as a woman you can't do anything like that she had to take care of herself mm. completely because that's the reality like every week we're living in a new nightmare yeah in america eddie i swear to god it's like if if you're so afraid of someone accusing you of rape like imagine mm-hmm. how like a woman feels right every night walking to her car you know like nonstop. yeah or at least i would think they do because i i remember in college like my wife and all of my female friends would you know inevitably like get drunk at a bar and then mm-hmm. walk back to the dorms or walk back to their apartment like wasted right and my wife did it one time we got in a fight at like some halloween party and mm-hmm. she's like all right i'm going home and i went to the bathroom and she was gone when i came back i was like where right. did kristen go and this oh she was before cell phones and find my friends yeah and and she, like oh that. she walked home and i'm like she you guys let her fucking leave she's right. wasted right yeah so i and, and she seemed fine about it like i was right. more worried for her than she was worried about herself seriously this, this is just the way it is. It's a men and women thing. Yeah. There's there's sex trafficking, but not for 38-year-old <laughs> men. There's never on yes. earth been a 38-year-old man kidnapped. Very very small market. <laughs> very small market. A niche market. And I would fight. I mean, it's just... Yeah. Women, it's, this is the way it is. And so I made the huge mistake of going on Facebook. And there was this guy I used to be friends with, and I unfriended him because he just was toxic Mm -hmm. like i kind of felt like let me have a couple conservative people in my life to sort of just help me see what's going on out there Mm -hmm. and it's just not as disgusting like this whole thing has turned so ugly i unfriended this guy and then he still friends with a bunch of my other friends and i saw and of course he's like you know this doctor's a liar and i was just like man i was so it made me so happy that i cut him out of my life so I can't say that to enough people. Like, if you're friends with someone on Facebook, mute them if they give you problems. Yeah. Like, it is not worth arguing with them. Put yourself in a bubble at this point. Who cares? Yeah. Life is too short. The world's going to be burned to a speck of dust <laughs> in like 30 years. So you do not need to have these people in your life just to argue with. You're yeah. not going to change their minds. And Stop. not even necessarily to argue with. Like, if you just, if everything they post pisses you off, like, you mm-hmm. don't need that in your everyday life so just yeah get rid of it no and this guy is so self-righteous he just is like you know i've stopped rapes (laughs) you know have you stopped a rape like that's what he said to my friend because my friend was just like how could you not believe dr ford like at this point like what does she have to gain it's like two percent of people falsely claim rapes and this guy was like listen you know, this is the equivalent of like, I've got a black friend yeah. or I know a gay person. I've stopped He's rapes. like, I've stopped rapes. Have you? Multiple. Have you stopped the rape? I mean, like, who's, yes, I'm running around the house for it. This is stupid. I don't yeah. have any, I don't have a funny angle here that I didn't <laughs> want to talk about this. Stop. He probably oh. stopped himself from raping someone Dude, and that's, he counts that. It's serious. <laughs> it's probably serious projection. Yeah. Where he's one of these guys who hates gay people because he's gay. Yeah. He's obsessed with rape. Or obsessed with like uh, protecting kids or something because he's just a weirdo. Yeah. Anyways, all right. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's move on. But yeah, I love my wife and I'm glad she's home. Uh, so, but one thing is because my wife was gone, I was 
around my kids a lot, mm-hmm. you know, way more than usual. And my four-year-old, you know, I love Alvy Sure. Yes. Alvy Sure is, you know, Ed Sheeran times a million <laughs> to me. And I've got this Alvy Sure Pandora station okay. where it's always, you know, I think at some point a Pandora station plays like the same hundred songs. Yeah. But every once in a while, it'll grab some new jam. Mm-hmm. And I found this new Alvy Sure song that slaps. Okay. New as in? New to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's from 2009. Okay. Oh, it's fairly new in Alvy Sure years. I mean, it's okay. Fine. You're right. For a guy whose claim to fame was like New Jack Swing. Yeah. Mid early 90s. Yeah. Late 80s, maybe even. You're right. 2009 for Alvy mm-hmm. to drop a full length album. Full length. Wow. Full length. Okay. It's called like Honey, I'm Home or something. <laughs> and I shrunk the kids. <laughs> That would be dope <laughs> if he had a concept album like that. Oh man, it's like uh, like he's Rick Moranis or something. <laughs> uh, so no, it's called "Honey, I'm Home," and the first track is like a I don't not a remix because it's like a ten second like uh, of like uh, the the theme to our song "Night and Day." Okay, and then it goes into this song called like "Poppy Ay Ay Ay" or something. <laughs> it's a jam. Okay, is he Hispanic? This is a great question, and this is part of what I want to do. I want to talk about on the show. Okay. For instance, on the show Breaking Bad, I'm sorry, and Better Call Saul, mm-hmm. there's a character, Gus Fring. Yes. Who I don't think anyone would have ever said you're a black guy. Mm-hmm. And in fact, in Better Call Saul, they say he's Chilean. I'm pretty sure. He speaks very fluent Spanish, mm-hmm. not African-American. Yeah. However, on the hit Netflix show Dear White People, he's the narrator of like the black... Oh, okay. voice okay and then at the end of season two you see him spoiler alert mm-hmm. that he's like representative of like african-american culture okay which is weird to me because mm-hmm. i feel like in, unless he's playing a character and maybe i so anyways <laughs> i wondered about this about alvy sure too okay because in this song he's yeah poppy which i feel like is a very latin yeah. thing black guys don't call themselves poppy <laughs> And he calls himself a cholo even in this song. Okay. All right. Now here's the deal. There's a joke here. Okay. I promise. <laughs> I'm going to play you a clip from this song. Okay. I'm going to play it for you right now in the studio. Yes. And it's going to play in the podcast. And I want you to hear this and then I'll tell you something about it. Okay. Okay. All right. Here it goes. Oh, it's so good. Listen. Listen to him in the background. All right, now listen to this part here. Right here. All right, so unpack this whole Poppy Cholo situation. I don't know. Okay. And there's another lyric in this song where he says, I love playing in your box when it's late at night. Okay, <laughs> that's just <laughs> terrible, right? <laughs> I mean, I can't believe this. How how old is Albie? I mean, he's like 55, and I think he's kind of religious, too. Anyways, I'm, just imagine me. I'm cooking dinner. <laughs> I'm like maybe six to eight glasses of wine deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe not that um, but I'm drinking a glass of wine. I'm cooking dinner, and I'm singing this song, you know, like, I can't abstain. Baby, you should feel free tonight to scream a name. <laughs> and Quinn's standing next to me, and she goes, Dad! <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Like, she's listening to every lyric of this song. Oh, my God. And when I said, you should scream my name, my daughter yelled out, Dad. <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn. That's hilarious. It was dude. so funny. I was one of those moments where I was like, these kids, Eddie, they these say kids. they say the darndest thing. But I cannot recommend this song enough. Okay, what's it called? It's called Papi Ay 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 or something like that. It's the it's the second track on Albie Shur's 2009 record, Honey I'm Home. <laughs> and the final song, Bookends, I would say. The first track and the last track okay. of that album are great R&B songs that fill my cup. They've got, they're kind of like weird and sexy and like kind of, I mean, like old school, what, what we grew up on type yeah, style of R&B. Of course, because yeah. everything that we like is our, from our formative years <laughs> yes. when our little brains were soft and squishy. So check that out, because I know a lot of fans of Al Sure have come from this podcast. Yes. And even though the song is nine years old, he's, uh, he's dropping hits still. He's going to see a spike in listeners on those songs. He might. I had him on the show. I wish I would have known about this song, because I could have said, how with a straight face did you write a lyric? I like playing in your box when it's yeah. late at night. Didn't Brian McKnight like have a similar song where it was just very explicit? And you're like, didn't he do something? Is that the guy, or am I thinking of Babyface? Somebody who did something with Pornhub. Remember they oh, wrote like a whole thing. Oh, I don't know. Oh, damn it, Babyface, dude. I'm, it was somebody that huh. shocking wrote a bunch of nasty R&B songs as like a publicity stunt for you porn or Pornhub or somebody it might have been brian mcknight thing because i think he it had a song been. where he's talking about like like explicitly eating pussy <laughs> and he's just talking and i'm like damn brian i well, you know. what happened to uh one yeah like a dream come true he was holding back i know man he could feel free tonight to scream his name <laughs> dad uh, <laughs> dad uh it's okay uh you know what one other thing about my my wife and mm-hmm. um, the kids is Shout out to anyone who's got kids that also have iPads or iPhones. This new thing called screen time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying it from the rooftops, how great it is. Yeah. And I think if you're a person, you know, on your iOS device and Android has probably had this for 10 years, so I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> but on an iPhone, now you get this report that says, hey, this week, every day you were on Twitter this long, Facebook this long, writing emails. And it's actually very interesting. Mm-hmm. You know your boy loves data, <laughs> and so it's great. Uh, it doesn't talk about how often I jerk off or my, okay. you know, stuff like that. Like you looked at you porn for this long. It doesn't say that okay. either. Thank God. And if I did, it would probably say like two minutes, because <laughs> you know that's a that's a that's a surgical strike. Two minutes at seven a.m. <laughs> when I when I'm looking at porno on my phone as a means to a, a jerk off end. This is not multiple tab no. <laughs> relaxation station. You can't tab it out on a phone, man. No. You choose one. Yeah. You're like, this is my horse. <laughs> and you pray. I'm writing this video. <laughs> please don't be weird. Like, please don't like open the girl's mouth and spit in it or yeah. like choke her or no gaping holes. Mm-hmm. God, whenever I see a gaping butthole, <laughs> just, I can't close that tab fast enough. But yeah, when you're on your phone, you really just kind of like pick one. Mm-hmm. And you know what's weird too about mobile porn sites is I feel like the videos are always just terrible. Like they're always like really like the worst porn. <laughs> Not like gross porn. I'm just talking like the the, the men and women in it are like got like pimples on their butt and <laughs> yeah. stuff or they're like really old. You know what I mean? Like I wonder if this, is it just me? 
<laughs> never, Maybe it's the sites you're going to. I don't just go to like RedTube or UPorn. That's it. Like it's a tube site always. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. Maybe they just save Somebody that shit for mobile and they're like, if you want the real experience, come to desktop and Dude, but it's all about the phone. I feel like most yeah. people are on their phone. That's true. Not jerking off in their office like I do at my house or something. <laughs> like I don't know, most dads they have a family computer where maybe they can't go to it. Yeah. So they're definitely on their phone. What does what does a busy dad on the go do when he jerks off? I didn't know this. Somebody <laughs> send me an email. Let me know. Uh, screen time yeah. though, and it works for your kids. Like this is what I love is there are companies whose mm. entire existence was built around creating apps to control your kids' screen time because it's a real issue. Like they need to get on there to text with their friends, to do mm. their homework. Also, they want to play games. And there's companies that create products. One was called Circle that was bought by Disney. Mm -hmm. And by Apple just adding one feature, it just nullifies. Yeah. Almost like a cottage industry with millions of dollars of stuff. And now, yeah, you can turn off your own kids' iPads. You can like hide apps. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. So screen time. It's screen built time. in. I bet you it's going to grow too because you have to like go into settings. It's not an app. It's kind of a pain in the ass to yeah. get to. I guarantee you they make it bigger and better. So if you're a kid, if you have kids, mm -hmm. um, you know, do that shit. Check it out. Do that shit. You know what you should also do if you have kids? What's that? Is you should buy them some speakers <laughs> for their trike from bzrkaudio.com. <laughs> BZRK. Tweeters. Can tweeters fit on a stride right bike? I don't know. <laughs> if you built the right box for it, yeah. It's Maybe that's the kind that of you box can play in all night. that that Ali was talking about <laughs> speaker box, uh, because if you want to do that and blow out your kids thing, bzrkaudio.com, they've got mids, lows, highs, sides, tries, <laughs> buys, buys, quads. They've got it all. Slyle hook you up. Okay, go to that. Uh, oh, and speaking of people who help the show out, Patreon. Yes. I got to talk about Patreon real quick. So we do have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash show. And every month, glorious people give us money to, to keep the train rolling here. Let me give everyone a quick shout out. Uh, A-Train, Albert, number one fan. Yeah. First shout out fan, to Albert. Albert. Uh, and he sent an email too. He's officially a patron these days. Uh, Alex, Angelina, Carla, Brian and Catherine, Haley, Jared, Jerry and Yvonne, Lisa, Lori, Just Mike, Milan, Moldy Orange, Nick, Paul from Roanoke, Seb, Shane, Sleep With Me Podcast, Thomas, and Vix. Thanks, guys. So yeah, anyone that wants to, to throw in, it's it's super, super appreciated. And uh, yeah, we'll, at a minimum, we'll say your name on the podcast. <laughs> That's worth, is that worth a dollar? Probably, right? For would, some people. You know what? Let's say you have a business. Mm-hmm. For a dollar, if you put your name in as uh, Sud Brothers, or what was that car wash that wanted to uh, have a sponsor them? Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't remember what it was. Sud Boys? Soap Boys? Sudsers? Sud Boys. So, anyways, yeah. who cares? Just just do that shit. Uh, all right, before we do some questions and voicemails, um, tweets from Dan you might have missed. Ooh, okay. I've got two hot tweets. All right. You know, over the past couple weeks that I tweeted... That got a bunch of likes. So on Twitter, I'm at Dan the Beast, and I tweet, you know, not very often, but every once in a while, if it's something funny, I make a note of it to talk about on the podcast. And here's one. This one got 16 likes. Oh wow, it's a lot. What's your record for my most? Yeah, uh, I think like 40. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, 40. I've never had something blow up, mm-hmm. which kind of bums me out. I've been on Twitter for like 10 years, <laughs> and like not once I had something go viral. Yeah. Kind of makes me think, maybe my tweets stink. <laughs> I mean, the only time I've ever, I was ever on Twitter, I got featured on uh, Tosh.0, so no big deal. Oh, well. But, uh... <laughs> look at you. Maybe Tosh has a podcast you can be on, you jerk. Uh, okay, so this one, what did I say here? Okay. I'm brushing my teeth at 7 p.m. because it's the only way I can stop myself from eating post-dinner snacks. And I think that really hit home. I think so, yeah. I'm a monster. (laughs) And all I want to do, like, we're doing the podcast. We'll finish. It'll be like 9.30. And I'm going to, excuse me, I'm going to have to really restrain myself from putting the feed bag on (laughs) and going to my pantry and just binge eating Mm -hmm. empty calorie after empty calorie. (laughs) So what do you do? You brush your teeth. You put the barrier on and you're good. <laughs> Has Have you never broken the barrier? Let me put it this way. We've done 304 episodes of this podcast. Mm-hmm. My work ethic, Eddie, and my willpower are very <laughs> strong when I want them to be. Okay. Because <laughs> like I said, I, I let myself do this binge eating. Mm-hmm. Once I brush my teeth, I'm like, no, <laughs> this is a rule. I brushed my teeth. I'm such a good boy. I have a responsibility. I'm feeling like um, Suzanne from uh, <laughs> Orange is the New Black right now. I'm like hitting myself in the head. You're a good boy. You're good. <laughs> uh, no, I've never. I've never brushed my teeth and then, you know, eaten. Yeah. Eaten. So okay. Good for you, man. People like that, okay? So you should do that if you want. That's my diet. What's my diet? Brush your teeth at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. and little bowls in Japanese. <laughs> yes. You know, I talked about that years ago. I've got these <laughs> tiny little ramekins which I stole from a pizza shop down the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you could put, eat anything. Yeah. Anything. You can eat a bowl of sugar <laughs> as long as it fits in this tiny bowl. And the name of the diet is whatever tiny bowls in Japanese is. <laughs> you figure it out. Okay. Uh, one more tweet that, that people really liked. Um, oh, this one's political. <laughs> this is a political podcast tonight. Eh? <laughs> if you've ever wondered why so many actors, entertainers, musicians, and comedians are liberal, it's because the hallmark of their talent is understanding emotion and how to express and relate to them. It's called empathy, which is the heart of liberalism. And I really struggled to write that tweet. Mm. It was serious. And I was kind of putting myself out there and I thought people were thinking it was stupid and it got four retweets and 23 likes. And how many blocks? I probably got unfollowed <laughs> by a few conservative that people. That same guy that you unfollowed. Oh, he's, he's like, oh, this asshole Twitter. again. I know a few conservative people follow me and they probably just hate that shit. They're like, yeah. <laughs> here he goes again. Libtard, <laughs> cuck boy, soy boy. Uh, fine. Say I'm a pussy. <laughs> That's great. If, if, being, if, if caring about other people makes me a pussy... Then Dan got wet because I'm the biggest <laughs> pussy on earth then. All right. Okay. Enough of that. Uh, let's do some voicemails. Okay. And we'll do some questions and we will get out of here. So this first voicemail is from, who's this one from? Uh, oh, it's from Brian from Baltimore. Okay. A couple weeks ago, I talked about how I saw a guy pissing through his jeans yeah. at a urinal. Mm-hmm. And we got a few emails in about other men, how most of them pee. And pretty much across the board, it sounds like boxer briefs. Like, I think boxer briefs have sort of taken over yeah. as, like, the most worn brief. And maybe if you still wear boxers, like, why <laughs> are you doing that to your balls? Yeah. Why are you not supporting those balls <laughs> and just letting them hang? <laughs> like, just think about it. I mean, at some point, your balls are going to stretch. But, yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're just hanging there, man. But I feel like... 
as are gonna stretch regardless, right? <laughs> like maybe less. Yeah, I guess so. Like maybe less. Like, I never really thought about it. I look, my balls weigh thirty pounds. I guess <laughs> apparently. I mean, you're right. Your balls weigh like five grams. So we're not talking about lots of uh, tension on yeah. the scrotum. Support them. Yeah. Um, but not with tidy whities That'll kill them. Uh, so Brian, a lot of most people said they they pissed the same way you and I did. Okay. Uh, Brian sent us in a voicemail, and here's a little tiny clip of it, and then he says something nice about us. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna play that. Here it is. The 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 waist strap. I don't like to pull that down because while I'm pissing, it restricts the uh, the flow, the stream of my piss. So um, I rather pull my dick through the through the maze of the boxer briefs and do it that way. Um, and plus, when I'm done, I don't have any extra leakage when I'm done. Like when I, I were to fling my ding-a-ling over the, the strap. Um, that's, that's too much. And plus, the pants we wear nowadays, you know, they're a little tighter, a little slim. So it's kind of a little, it's kind of hard to accomplish uh, taking a piss when, uh, when you got those tight-ass jeans on. So... I just uh, put my dick through the dick hole. Anyway, uh, I've been listening to y'all since, I don't know, 2013, I think. And I've been a fan ever since, man. I listen to all your podcasts. Eddie, you're hilarious. I like your laugh. Your, your laugh's contagious. Thanks, man. Um, Dan, you're, you're all right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a token black guy from Baltimore. Go ahead and... Uh, keep making them podcasts y'all need y'all need to go back week to week man this two-week thing ain't cutting it <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh i i want part of thank you brian yes <clears throat> for that really nice uh sentiment at the end there but i remember the first time i pissed and didn't really shake off the drops very much and i think i was wearing underwear uh, the first time my wife saw it Oh, okay. You know, this is something guys are plagued with. Yeah. Where you pretty much are always getting a little bit of pee in your boxer shorts. Yeah. No matter what you do, because it's just the piss is hanging off on your dick hole, <laughs> your dick mouth. And unless you dab it with toilet paper like a serial killer, <laughs> then of course you get a little bit in there. But every once in a while, a little extra <laughs> yeah. will get in there. It's like the hose was kinked and then like yes. somehow released so a little bit more comes out. <laughs> exactly. Like your urethra in your shaft, maybe there's still some extra in there. Mm. And so, you know, you can move your balls around, flip it around. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You pull your briefs up sometimes and you'll get like a, a huge silver dollar. Perfect circle <laughs> of like a piss dribble. Yeah. And I remember one time I was wearing boxers and I pissed and I had more and my wife saw it and she's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Did you piss your pants? And I said, oh, no, baby, baby. Like, That's pre-cum, girl. <laughs> Let's get it. No, I, I said, oh, you know, like you, you get some piss in your pants. Yeah. And she doesn't have any brothers. You know, she probably only saw her dad piss, you know, a few thousand times. <laughs> um, but she had no idea that this even happened. And she went as far as to say, oh, that's just you. That's just, you're just disgusting. <laughs> and I said, no, man, universally. This, yeah. is a, this is a guy problem. And it wasn't until I had boys 
mm-hmm. and they would start getting pecker tracks and little <laughs> dribblers in their shorts that you truly realize like, damn, this is, this is real. Yeah. That's why I jerk off immediately after I pee every time just to make sure all just the tubes are clear. Get it out. Yeah. And I'm good to go. What about the first piss after you do jerk off? I always feel like <laughs> that's, it feels extra good. Yeah. Like you're clearing it all out there. Uh, I remember one time in high school, one of my friends asked our uh, biology teacher, mm-hmm. he said, Hey, I heard Mr. Whatever. I, I heard that, um, if you pee on nut, then you can't get her go pregnant. Pee on nut. Yeah. Like he was calling jizz nut. Right. And the teacher was like, thought he was saying like his nuts. Oh, yeah. If he pees on his own nuts. And he's like, oh, excuse God. me. He's like, if you pee on nut, like it, it. How are you going to say that out loud? In yeah. class? Was he trying to be silly? He was, yeah, he was trying right, to be silly. Right, but okay. also and the teacher was like, well, no, you don't. Why? How do you even pee on your own testicles? Right. And he's like, no, that's not, never mind. Oh, God. But yeah, it was so stupid. Yeah, people sleep. Could you imagine being a teacher in high school these days? Oh, my God. Oh, that was another thing one of these conservative idiots said, this woman. She's like, well, my husband is a high school teacher, and he's terrified of being alone with a female student. Terrified. You know, she may get a bad grade, and the next thing she knows, she'll go to the principal and say, oh, Mr. Fields tried to touch my titty because, uh... <laughs> And because because I wouldn't suck his dick, he gave me an F. <laughs> and I just thought to myself, no, like no, like a teacher should know which person, anybody, they yeah. shouldn't be alone with. And as if we live in a society where you really truly can just run around with no evidence. Yeah. And look, I know there's like Aziz Ansari and Chris Hardwick, and like these you know these innocent men got taken <laughs> down. But they weren't 100% innocent. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's the thing. Like, there is two sides. <sighs> Eddie, don't talk about this, right? <laughs> I'm going to talk about it. But I didn't really think about that angle. Like, if anyone listens to the show and they're a male teacher, are you terrified of being alone with a supple, nubile Is this uh, Is this student? why Mike Pence won't be, won't be alone with any other woman? Maybe it is. Because he's just terrified of all women. That they're, uh, you know they're, what? I never thought of it that way. <laughs> I always thought his angle was like, what, he's such an animal. He's gonna, <laughs> he doesn't trust himself. He doesn't trust himself. Like He's like a <laughs> werewolf. Just rip their blouse and just bury his head between their breasts. Yeah. But maybe you're right. Maybe this is an insurance policy because he thinks every woman's going to accuse him. <laughs> As if anyone's going to accuse that fucking nerd of doing anything. Maybe trying to like uh, take away their health care. Well, oh, maybe like he's just trying to get ahead of it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I won't mm-hmm. be around any other women unless my wife's there." So if accusations ever come out, he'll be like, "No, like I told you, I've been practicing this for years. You're right. I'm never alone with another woman so, ever. So it couldn't have been me. Not even my own wife. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, you're right. Maybe that's what we need to do. I want to be that famous, Eddie, <laughs> to where and make maybe if you're. Justin Bleeber or um, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, you know, you can't be alone with women either because they're going to say, like, I feel like you could do that with a celebrity. Yeah. You could probably, I remember once I read that before Justin Bieber would fuck you, he'd make you sign an NDA. Yeah. Which just makes me laugh. <laughs> like, and same with like Trump, like how many people are like terrified of some dumb piece of paper they signed? Yeah. When they can potentially make millions. Right. Like, yeah. You're like, you're going to go to jail. Yeah. Because Justin Bieber made you sign a piece of paper. <laughs> well, it's great. Get sued. Yeah. That would be an amazing story. You'd probably write a book about it. Yeah. Uh, but instead, you're just terrified. You know, I, I, I sign an NDA every goddamn day. <laughs> Who cares? For all the chicks you're fucking. <laughs> For all these chicks. Everybody. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, you need to ask yourself, 
whatever. Nobody listening is signing <laughs> NDA about fucking. Uh, Eddie, let's move on. Uh, another. Oh, fantasy football. Yes. Our boy Josh has fallen off the face of the earth. Mm. Uh, he really wanted to do something fun, and I think he put too much pressure on himself. Gotcha. I was just like, dude, just come on, man. <laughs> just blowing some dumb tips. He's like, I can't give tips. Like, it's Tuesday night. Like, he had all these, like, really factual football reasons why, and I was yeah. like, look, I, I, I don't care about that. But I thought it was fun, um, and I think he had too much pressure on himself, so he pulled himself out of the game. Uh, no worries. And it pissed off listener Keith. Oh, okay. An IRL friend of mine. So I played him two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and he beat me, and he was expecting me to talk about it, mm-hmm. and I didn't. So here, here's a little quick voicemail from Keith. Yo, Dan. What's up, Eddie? Just listened to the most recent show. Uh, you know, guys, good show, but kept waiting on that fantasy football segment that just never came. And, you know, Dan, I thought it was a coincidence that when I smoked your ass last week and you took an L you conveniently forget to talk about the fantasy football update. Wow. <laughs> I wish I could say that was why. <laughs> I just wasn't sure anyone would care. Yeah. Is it extra funny when you and I lose? I mean, I'm losing basically. After having like the biggest week of my life ever you in did. fantasy football, I'm, I'm back to taking L's too. So Big L's. Yeah. I won last week in both leagues. Nice. And I beat last week's champion, We the North. Oh, shit. Okay. So there's that. <laughs> And yeah, I'm two. I'm three and two in both of our leagues, which I'm feeling good about. Yeah, I think I'm <laughs> not anymore. horrible, horrible right. record. <laughs> I had to send an email to English Paul. Oh, I was did like, you? "Hello, <laughs> you fucking sleep at the wheel, mate." <laughs> he doesn't understand. He's just like happy to be playing. Yeah. But now that like you know, there's buys where some teams aren't playing, people are getting injured. Mm-hmm. He's letting. He's giving easy wins up, including last week. He gave an easy win up to Keith. Who's now undefeated? Oh shit! And Paul should have beaten him, <laughs> and now I'm pissed. I'm the commish here, so I sent I sent a stern note to English Paul. I said, "Hey, fucker." Um, <laughs> that last part was like New Zealand. Well, <laughs> the reason I'm making fun of my terrible English accent mm-hmm. is because and, and Keith's right. So thanks, Keith. You're great, um, and everyone else that plays fantasy football, you're a goddamn gem. Um, but. Uh, Wendy, English Wendy, mm-hmm. you know, who were trying to hook the two of them up together. <laughs> Apparently, they live nowhere near each other. Oh, okay. You know, I, Paul doesn't live in a chimney in London, <laughs> you know, as we expected, <laughs> which he took great offense to. <laughs> and, um, but Wendy, our other favorite English listener, she's been peppering us with voicemails. Oh, okay. Um, she sent another one. Remember last week with her iced lolly yeah. situation? And our good friend Dan, Bomb Pop. Dan mm-hmm. Snapchatted me. He's like, "Hey, th- th- those bomb pops exist here. They're Hawaiian punch bomb pops. Those same colors, like oh, red, yellow, okay. and whatever. That's a Hawaiian punch bomb pop. That motherfucker eats bomb pops every day. <laughs> <laughs> he Snapchats it to me every day. Um, but he knew. So yeah. So Wendy sent in another uh, voicemail that was fun that I wanted to play. Uh, here it is. Hi guys, it's Wendy in England." Just wanted to say hi and uh, thanks for the show. Really love it. Um, I'm getting quite a way in now. I'm up to episode 210 I just listened to. Um, hilarious. Um, nearly got me in trouble at work today. I burst out laughing and got a few looks. Uh, not complaining. I totally love it. Um, 
yeah, just so, yeah, keep it going. Um, I'm really dreading getting to the point at which I have to wait for like two weeks for the next episode. Um, I'll probably just go back to the beginning again. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, keep it up. And uh, pussy got wet. Bye. <laughs> I thought she recorded that in a library. I was going to say, does she live in a library? You know, or she's like, you know, hiding somewhere. Maybe she's held captive, hostage. <laughs> she's like under a bed. Seriously, Wendy, if you're part of that sex trade, I was saying, um, please send us that voicemail. Very different voicemail than from Brian from Baltimore. You know, definitely. The show's got range. You know, who would have guessed? Uh, so, but thank you, uh, Wendy, for, for such a sweet voicemail and anyone else, if you want to send us a voicemail, save for the show.com slash contact or save for the show at gmail.com. And we got questions, um, coming out the wazoo. I'm not even going to play the question theme. So I'm just rolling right into questions because we're running out of time, Eddie. Uh, here's one. Okay. So I mentioned Albert. Mm -hmm. So Albert, our, our favorite number one fan, he wrote a really nice note that I wanted to read. Uh, update from Albert. I'm in great spirits with improving health. I'm finally taking off some pounds due to regular day walking at least 45 minutes a day. And I've made a couple of pot smoking friends who live two floors below me. And the other one who lives close by invited me to go book shopping with him tomorrow. Uh, where does this go here? Okay. I'd be interested if you, about you and Eddie weighing in on Kanye West visiting Trump in the white house and Bill Cosby going from court directly to jail. Uh, feel free to come up with a crude pudding joke as if the cause will be drinking Pruno, which is jailhouse hooch. Or maybe he'll be drinking Jankums. What are we talking about? Jankums? <laughs> yeah. uh, tell Eddie I said hi. Yours in weed, Albert. So super shout out uh, to you, uh, Mr. Albert. He's right. Kanye West. Uh, do you get Taylor Swift getting political now? Yeah. Now we know shit's serious. Yeah. Is when your friend's investment, Taylor Swift, you know, what... <laughs> Uh, is even she's coming out. It's yeah. kind of like, no shit that she's that liberal. <laughs> Did anybody really think just because maybe she's from Tennessee and saying country music that she's not super liberal? I see. I, I think it's more that like she wasn't saying anything. People were like, hey. Which was sort of like what? Like uh, maybe, maybe she could have been like a, a white nationalist or something? I think it, it, she just, her, her position, she she could have used it sooner than, than now. Yes. Um, but I think she just kind of—it's just kind of seemed like a cop out to not say anything sure. either way, right? Well, and some people say it's so funny too because all the people that are like, "Leave Kanye alone," yeah, I mean, he's allowed to have an opinion, and are like, "Oh, Taylor Swift, <laughs> boycott, boycott." Uh, and as far as Kanye West, uh, the thing about Kanye West—he's just—he really is truly, I think, crazy. Yeah, like I think we're seeing a person in the public eye who is maybe battling a, a substance problem or lack of sleep or i think it's depression dude probably depression like ever since his mom died like yes he, it was a completely different kanye after that right i don't want and who would want to be him yeah like i can't think of any celebrity that i would rather be least than him and maybe yeah. he likes this you know he married another super famous look at me person mm. his life is all about like staying famous and relevant it seems exhausting. Yeah. But he's leaning in. And yeah, the stuff he's saying and doing, I don't think like, you know, wearing Trump hat, like, I, I don't think he really cares about that. I think he's, what I think what he cares about is he respects ego and narcissism. That's yeah. like his class, you know, not even race or ugh, whatever. But Bill Cosby going to jail is great. <laughs> 
you know, there's, listen, Bill Cosby's going to jail and there's not a picture of him, you know, drugging someone. Yeah. We believed those women. Maybe it's because he's black. Um, but, you <laughs> know, what it is, Kavanaugh, man. you know, but that, what's the difference? Like, what's the difference? Like, unless you see a video of someone doing something, you can't just believe someone. Yeah. Like, this is the CSI effect. Like, unless there's a there's a cum stain on the floor, mm-hmm. then, you know. Um, but look, if you're in a situation where you... Um, I, I remember in high school, I'm remembering now, there was a time where I probably should have stopped something. Like, where I remember I was at a party once... And I feel like there was a, something happening with a girl who was out of it. And at the time, I didn't even think of it. And now years looking back, it's like haunted me that oh, I didn't really? do anything about this girl. Yeah. And so all I can say is I believe survivors, mm. period. And if you're ever in a situation where you can do the right thing, do it. Yeah. Because I didn't because I was 15 mm. and didn't have the wherewithal. And it, and it kills me. That I didn't. Yeah. So don't make the same mistake I did. Anyway, sorry, not to get too real there. (laughs) Uh, Here's a video. Here's a question from Paul from Roanoke. I saw a video with a girl with a big ass, and she told a guy, you wouldn't know what to do with this ass. What do you do with a big ass? I'm not talking about a butthole, but large and shapely cheeks. Sincerely, Paul from Roanoke. Taste buds on your dick. Uh, What do you do with a big ass? These are the kind of questions Paul wants to send in. I mean, obviously, you smack it up, flip it, and rub it down. Oh, no. The girl's going to do me, right? <laughs> That's exactly what you have to do. Um, if, if I, I just love the thought of Paul sitting at home with his kid crying, and he wanted to send up a, a question about a big ass. Uh, here's one more, and then we'll get out of here. Hey, Dan and Eddie, my real treat this week is The Sinner on Netflix. It's a gripping series. Kind of reminds me of Mindhunters or True Detective Season 1 and that Jessica Biel. God damn. Also, life hackish. If you have a glass shower or a tiled wall right next to your toilet, buy yourself one of those suction cup hands-free phone holders that you stick on a car windshield and hide it in your bathroom. That way, when you get a window of opportunity, you can sneak off for a number three, which is jerking off. <laughs> I, I got in a big argument once with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Pause here. That number three is cum. Number one is piss. Number two is poop. And number three is cum. And he said, no, number three is one plus two. That's like taking a poop and a pee. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, it's not. Nobody cares about a poop and a pee. <laughs> like it's, you expect to take a shit and piss at the same time. Like, I don't think I've ever only shit. Maybe yeah, like, I don't think maybe 10 out of a thousand times I might only poop mm-hmm. every other time you're doing both. That's not number three. Number three is jism. Number See, three I, is nut. I never even thought of a number three. Really? But if I, if I would, I would assume it was one plus two, but you're right. I've never taken a shit without peeing. So what's a number four? Could be four pisses. <laughs> Could be a poop and two pisses. True. Yeah. So it's two not poops. about math. <laughs> two poops. <laughs> Could be two poop. What's a number five? <laughs> Maybe a number five is a cum and two pisses or a cum and a poop. Look, I'm just saying number three has got to be, got to be jizz. Okay, back to his thing. Uh, you sneak off for a number three, mount your phone, light the candle, and enjoy alone time. One hand to navigate and one hand doing the work. So this is funny. I, I didn't, I forgot about this question, talking mm-hmm. about using your phone to jerk off. That's what this guy is saying. Oh, you yeah. you would be on the toilet. I've never jacked off on the toilet. 
Have you jacked off on the toilet? toilet? (laughs) No, not like, fuck yeah. Coming on the toilet. I mean, like you're (laughs) sitting down shitting with a boner. And jerked it while you're... Right. No. Maybe he means seat down, like like a seat. And you're doing it. I, I mean, I, if you're sitting on the toilet, uh-huh. regardless in any way. Right. Uh, no. What? No. And that just seems filthy. Like, like you're, you're going to take a poop and then jerk off. And then what? At the last second, you're going to like stand up and then like <laughs> shoot on your crap. <laughs> like you're going <laughs> to. No, you, you you shoot into a toilet paper and then wipe your ass with it. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, and what is that? A number six? I mean. <laughs> Look, I don't know what who's who's doing this, but in the shower I could see like I guess you're in the shower, glass shower, and you have your phone kind of connected. Yeah, but even then, but phones are like waterproof these days. I guess so. (laughs) If if you're that, if you need a jerk off that bad with porn in the shower, just take it in there with you. Can I tell you what my move is since I've been sharing so much? (laughs) Please. Mine is where I'll have my phone in the bathroom and I'll get to like ninety five percent. Like okay. I'm naked, I'm about ready to go, and then I get in the shower and finish in the shower, easy cleaning. <laughs> or if I'm like at eighty percent, I'm like, all right, well, I'll get in the shower and I'll, and I'll finish her off. <laughs> like, you know, get you started uh, in the closet or wherever my hamper is when I'm undressing. <laughs> okay, and then I sneak into the shower and just you know, with a with a full on boner, <laughs> full on boner, walk through your room, yeah, just with a full on boner full, to the shower. Not even a boner, but like. A revved up boner too. Like, <laughs> like Preckham coming. Preckham. I mean, just ready to go. Super ready to come, which can be hard because then sometimes you get in the shower and it just goes away and you're like, all right, yeah. this is what a lady must feel like when she goes back down to zero. Uh, all right, Eddie, enough of this. It's disgusting. Okay. Um, so that's it. Show is over. Uh, what else do we, we need to talk about? Let me pull the notes up here real quick. Uh, oh, speaking of fantasy, Dylan. Dead Inside Show. Mm-hmm. So our friend Dylan, who's loved and hated on this podcast, for years we did the Dead Inside Show, which was a podcast recap of The Walking Dead. And this week it's done. For good. The show is dead. If it was a zombie, it would have been shot in the brain. Okay. So we're doing this is it. And so shout out to anyone who's come over here because quite a few people have come to save for the show mm-hmm. from Dead Inside. Um, and, and super shout out to Dylan. He's a great guy. And I really did enjoy doing the show with him. And I'm sure we'll do another podcast episode of some sort at some time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you want to listen to that, uh, go ahead and do that. <laughs> Last chance. Last chance. Um, or listen to one of his other 800 podcasts. Uh, and then, yeah, what else? That's it. Uh, also, my friend that I talk shit about him um, getting flowers from his wife. Mm-hmm. Don't be mad at me, okay? I'm just trying to be funny <laughs> with the podcast, all right? Uh, this week, uh, speaking of great people, Amanda Hug and Kiss, at the end of every episode, he puts together a song of a joke uh, from an old episode, and this is a song called New Mercedes by a band called Lucy, and this is from episode 97, and he titled it Hotel Wi-Fi. Okay. Which I'm pretty sure was you and I talking about the only reason you ever get hotel Wi-Fi is to watch porn. Yeah. <laughs> and jerk off. A lot of jerk off talk in this episode. A nasty show this week. Uh, and that's it. So otherwise, this has been episode 304. Stay for the show, Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you soon. See you. Oh, you know what else with this hotel drove me fucking crazy? Here's a goat, my friends. <laughs> you paid for Wi-Fi. 
Oh, really? Ugh, I travel so much. And it's not really my money, but it's I have a, a budget that mm-hmm. I'm supposed to use for travel. You try to tell me fifteen dollars to like use the goddamn internet? Yeah, that's ridiculous. This is 2014, <laughs> and most places it's free. Yeah, Starbucks it's free. Yeah, and now all of a sudden I got to pay fifteen dollars to jerk off at some like super <laughs> slow porn and uh, check my email. <laughs> I mean that, that that's what essentially it is. It's like it's fifteen dollars for your pornography, sir. <laughs> Because that's all you're using the hotel Wi-Fi for anyways. <laughs> so, you know, Wi-Fi is free where you can't jerk off. Yeah. Essentially. You know what? This is highway jerk-off robbery. Because <laughs> they know businessmen will pay $15 to be able to jerk off in their hotel room. Um. Yeah. I mean, th- yeah, that's why they have fucking... Uh, tr- Pornos porn- and stuff. Yeah, porn right. that you can which, get on demand. Which you get on demand. It costs like $1,000. Yeah. But you know what? I, I, I wrote this note down not even realizing what I was on to. <laughs> they do this. It's a racket because they know men, not women. I mean, no fucking. So yeah, there's some hot woman in her hotel room just fucking fingering herself all there night long. There might be, man. No. There might... No. A, a woman has never finger banged herself in a hotel room solo. You don't think so? I'm positive. <laughs> I've read the research. <laughs> no, dude. No. Dude, I've got to believe. I've got to believe that has happened at least once. Okay, fine. One time in 1973 <laughs> at uh, Motel 6. Okay. No, well, okay. But 99% of the businessmen who are, are married or single, whatever, I've talked about this before, jerking off in a hotel room is fun. Yeah. So they get you. <laughs> so I paid for it, of course. <laughs> but I don't think I jerked off. Yes, you did. I did. I did. <laughs> I did, but just once. You know, I'm not, I'm a gentleman. And the people I roll with culminations off on the team. Meet any one of us, say you know it. We know this, don't need show it. I step back, I analyze, I see you open, I throw it. Like Russ Wilson, a duo. Kick your bag like judo. What the yodo? Ball sweet, no churros, man. I'm riding, riding on them. Get the money, don't play. Yeah, see, time to LA, you know you got the right away. Man, I'm riding, riding on them. We going there, don't play. Cause 
My latest stripper jerked me off. I'm being honest. <laughs> if it was free. <laughs> okay. 